Remember the good old days when every party carried a 10-foot pole? You assumed every chest was a mimic, and the finale of every campaign was an apocalyptic battle against the demon prince at the gates of the abyss? Well, those days are back. On this podcast, we don't waste your time with cookie-cutter scenarios, ho-hum campaign settings, or NPCs asking you to kill the rats in their cellar. No! Each episode is 100% old-school high adventure, with monsters spawned in a nightmare, traps straight out of Grimtooth, and chaos portals that could hurl you into a thousand insane worlds. This is Mighty D. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name is Glenn. I'm your judge for this session. And joining me around the table are... Luke, playing Abramovich, the barbarian. Carl, playing Arena, the sentinel. Michael, also called Sully, playing Albert, the elf. Jason, playing Nigel, the dwarf, cleric. And if you have been... uh, If you're listening to this in real time, the day it drops, you may have noticed we missed a couple weeks where we were uh, not on the air. So... Uh, Gimbo North, the podcast editing gnome, failed us yet again, and um, the audio was so bad from last session, you really can't make out what we're saying. So I'm going to summarize now what the characters did. When we left off the session before that, they were in one of the first few rooms in Stonehell Dungeon, and uh, they had gone down one hallway, they had taken one or two turns. Uh, following a sign that said the dragon and they had fought a tentacle. And right when we left off last time, Sully was asking if there was good eaten on that tentacle. Uh, when we started this next session that y'all have missed, uh, they continued on from there and actually left the published version of Stonehell Dungeon and entered uh, Joseph Goodman's The People of the Pit. So they found the pit, they found these tentacled... Uh, mutated cultists. They went in, they fought them. They were pretty. They were, yeah, horribly mutilated. Once they got into the actual... Um, we're after we got done with them. See, that's saying something under your breath. Go ahead, say what? They were after we got done with them. They were. Mutilated. So they got in and uh, eventually they encountered some... Uh, villagers that had been kidnapped. Now, at this point, uh, Jason's character, Nigel, had acquired, had uh, gotten so much disapproval from his deity that he was to undertake a quest to heal the crippled and diseased. Mm-hmm. So he was anxiously looking for one of these... Um, Peasants? Peasants that had been captured, hoping that one of them was terribly diseased and of course they all go running past him in the very last one or crippled or, or crippled. crippled well he was hoping for both <laughs> because you know you never know yeah. with Danethar he's he can be tough so every one of them runs by him and you know one had like a lazy eye but other than that they're all perfectly fine and then the very last villager in line had like black lung he had like an eye missing he had like hepatitis and Jason rolled ridiculously high on the heel check and uh, turn this kid into just the Justin Bieber of the DCC universe. Just fit, good-looking, perfect skin, perfect hair. So after they, uh, while they were doing this, the rest of the 
cult showed up with reinforcements. Tentacle beasts and shagoths and... It's Shoggoth, isn't it? Shoggoths and everything else. And they had to make a run for it. And the dwarves managed to collapse this doorway because Michael called on the three fates and the three fates intervened and helped them collapse this doorway. Now they're stuck with all these zero-level villagers. Twelve of them. Just so happens that Joseph Goodman put 16... Uh, zero levels in there, which is just the right number for running a funnel because it would be four each. But they decided to get these people back to Zelkor's Ferry. So they... I can't tell if that's convenient or I... or. I can't tell if there was an expectation there. Right. It's like, it's like well, just in case, let's go ahead and put 16 uh, randomly. Just happens to be Because exactly we probably 16. should have died, right? We probably should have died sometime in there. Then we have a zero level character to take over. Right. Like right. this one yeah, slave, yeah, yeah. this one slave is like, I want revenge. Right. I'm going with you guys. Give me right. a sword. Right. And then they all take off. Uh, so on their way back, to Zalcor's Ferry, they encountered this group of three trolls that was ambushing adventurers coming out of the dungeon, uh, trying to get their their wealth and magic that they had found in the dungeon. Uh, the party spotted them and was able to ambush the ambushers. There was a climactic fight. They fought them. Ironically enough, they were trying to collect treasure from people coming out of there, which spoke in direct opposition to the list of names we saw going right, in. Right, 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 right. All the people that died, yeah. So um, you guys managed to ambush the ambushers. You managed to kill them uh, and find their treasure hoard. Now, I don't remember if it was in the people of the pit part of the dungeon or if it was in their treasure hoard, but you guys found two important treasures you found a scroll of Revivify that will allow you to bring back a recently deceased uh, comrade. And then you found a Hylian heart crystal. Isn't that, or is it Hyrule? Hylian. Hylian, yeah. You found, a, you found a Hylian heart crystal. When you opened the chest, it came up out of the chest and spun around and spun around faster and faster. And then when it exploded, everybody got some permanent bonus hit points. So... As we begin tonight's adventure, you guys are... Um, uh, just for the point of fact, we did also get an arcane bomb. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to throw that out there. Holy hand grenade. Yes, yes. Antioch. It's, it found a one-use holy hand, uh, hand grenade of Antioch uh, item and some gold or something. Yeah. All right. So now you guys are back in Zelkor's Ferry, right? And... All right. So you guys are back in the Bristleback Inn. Okay, Odo Bristleback uh, runs the place. This is where you guys are staying. This is where you guys uh, gathered your rumors last time. There is another group of adventurers in the inn. Um, So there's another group of adventurers in the inn gathering rumors. Ronald Burfoot, Suras Olo, Eric of Eglamore, Morgrim Farseer, and Gurum the Anvil. I think I might have left one of them out of your... Yeah, I was about to say, I don't have this... There's a halfling. Uh, Arnold? Ronald. Oh, Ronald. Oh, yeah. Ronald. That's the, one, that's the one we don't have. Burfoot is the halfling. Okay. So there's this group of five adventurers there, and they're yeah. around one of the tables, and they've got the, the one-legged guy who's like this old man who's always sitting by the fire in the inn mm-hmm. and has been into Stonehell and, mm-hmm. and came out. Um, and he's talking to him, and one of the serving wenches... And all this stuff, getting information. And you guys come barging through the door with 16 zero levels 
including Justin Bieber and a bunch of random people and what's Lazy Eye Susan. And um, it's cold outside. It's just getting dark. You guys come barging in. What do you guys want to do? Apparently, I have to rename myself to Abramovich the Anvil to stay competitive. <laughs> I think Abramovich the one-armed barbarian is fine. I kind of the heroes have returned. All right, so everybody <laughs> is where? Uh, where are they? <laughs> right here. Where? Oh, look at all these. Oh, we're the we're the heroes. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. yes. Oh, first you tell me to get up next to it, then you tell me to back away. Make up your mind. Well, you're just being a little louder than usual. Okay. So Big Morgan, the Smith, is there. Uh, Would they know any of these? Brill Staff, the uh, Captain of the Guard, and of course, Odo Bristleback. Would they know any of these 16? So the people come in, uh, Odo does know some of them. Okay. Uh, They all are from... Farms and yeah, little outlying areas nearby. So some of them have been through Zelkor's Ferry before. A couple of them were like on a wagon train caravan kind of thing when they got kidnapped. So, uh, so yes. So they start welcoming them in and they're like, oh, let me get just something to drink. And because, you know, they're all in terrible shape. And um, except for yeah. one. Except for one. Except for one. He's out there. He's currently outside doing push-ups, and he keeps putting (gasps) more hay bales on top of himself. (laughs) He needs the resistance. He's out there chopping wood, and then, like, Captain America, he just rips a piece of wood. Right. Exactly. Um, Do you even live, bro? (laughs) So, uh, Ronald uh, Burfoot uh, comes over, and... uh, you know, is is asking some of the people, oh, tell us about what happened, blah, 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 blah. Are you guys going to approach this other adventuring party or wait? No, I'm going to let them approach the heroes. <laughs> They're going to want to know about uh, the dips and all that stuff. They're going to come to us. Okay, so uh, they certainly do. So after you guys get a table and uh, the random people are all, you know, getting blankets thrown over them and sitting by the fire and... You know, all this good stuff. Uh, Arnold Burt, Ronald, see, now you did it to me. Ronald Burfoot comes over and is like uh, talking to you guys at your table. He comes over and, and with a bunch of drinks, right? Okay. And he says, yes. uh, Oh, will you let me buy you a round of drinks, adventurers? You came back alive from Stonehell. Quite an accomplishment. Yes, what an adventure it was. A, a nice warm pint of mead would surely uh, do me well. We will eventually have to go back to take our names off of that list. <laughs> so I think that's something that we should be. I mean, it's really for. kind of overrated. It wasn't that bad. I mean, <laughs> it was just like crazy tentacle face people, really. <laughs> oh, just another day at the, in the job in <laughs> yeah, the life yeah. of a hero. Okay, so. Um, Okay, so so they do ask you. Arena does though go. I will take you up on that drink though, please. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he brought you drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you guys are, are are slugging back your drinks. What are we drinking? Ale. Okay. Straight vodka. Right. <laughs> Straight All vodka. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. this followed ale, by right. Coke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so. D- he just basically wants to hear all about your... Do you guys regale him with all the details of, yes. of where you went and what yes, you saw? but we uh, turn it up to 11. 
Right, 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 right. So it wasn't just like... 10 all the way to 11. Right. It so wasn't, it wasn't just a tentacle. Yeah. It had spikes and mouths and... And, and we, didn't, we didn't just set that stuff on fire. There was a huge explosion that we all coolly right. walked right, away right, right, from. Right. Yeah, we didn't Without look looking back. back. No, looking back. no looking back. <laughs> With the swords on our shoulders. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then the whole thing came crashing down. <laughs> so we do like the... As you're telling the story, we do like the cutaway and it's like animated. You guys are all bigger and stronger and awesomer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, except okay. for Abramovich, who looks exactly the same. <laughs> exactly He's the same. Yeah. Everybody looks as jacked as Abramovich. And I describe that scene. <laughs> and then I there's s- just Justin Bieber in the back, just <laughs> the most jacked of Still all. Still doing push-ups. I describe that scene in The Witcher when he's like beating up those guys, and he drives that sword to Ted, he flips it back, and he spins around and does another guy. That's me fighting all the bad guys that right, we were fighting. Right, 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 right. Okay. And then I walked away calmly <laughs> as the bodies fell. <laughs> and I got this scratch on my chin. Okay, so so you guys fill them in. Um, everybody roll a, a D20 and add your personality modifier. Haha, mm. plus zero. I don't know if you want that. One, natural one. Okay. Oof, I got a seven. Okay. Better than a one. I got a 20. Okay. Eleven. So... so um, Nigel notices that, um, what's his name? Ronald. Ronald. Uh, he seems to be, uh, very good at getting you guys to talk about yourselves and where you came from and everything else. But like every time you try to turn around and find out about him and his group, he manages to kind of evade the question a little bit and be like, oh, you know, we're just adventurers like you, blah, blah, blah. But tell me mm. about this, blah, blah, blah. Right. So um, you you kind of start to pick up on he's being a little cagey. I have an ability, a sense motive ability. Okay. Can I use that? Sure. I don't know what it entails. Roll a d20. Okay. You add your uh, personality modifier. Does it have to be personality? Yes. Yes. Okay. This I'm not going to go far with this. Well, you never know. Give us a roll. Oh my god, I got a 19. See you there? A natural 19. Okay, so um, so you definitely pick up on basically the same thing Nigel is picking up on. Like, you gotta go out of your way to try to turn the conversation around a couple times to find out a little bit more about him and his group. Like, which one of you guys is the tank? And which one of you guys is the striker? And, um... Clearly this beefcake right <laughs> yeah, here is the tank. Mr. Mr. The Anvil. <laughs> right. He is very much the tank. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we need to do the, the thing like in Seinfeld and a hundred other shows where they're like... There's one of them for each of you, right? Yes. Like, I get the yes. anvil, though, right? Right? obviously. No, Abramovich is the anvil. But I want the anvil. I understand that. I understand <laughs> that. But I'm just saying, like, you guys walk in and see them, and they're all like, there's one that's just like Elaine, and there's one that's just like Jerry. Yeah, anyway. I want it to be like, I get Eric, but I'm super dismissive of him. Right. Just like never, just like, ugh, Eric. <laughs> Anyway, no, there's five of them. There's only four of you. But you, all I'm saying is you notice mm-hmm. that he's a little bit evasive. All he really wants to say is they came here. They're going into Stonehill. There's something they're looking for. But that's really all he wants. To, he doesn't want to talk about his group. He doesn't want to talk about the lore. He doesn't want to talk about rumors that he's picked up, anything like that. Now, while we're on the topic, I want to remind you guys, one of the things you're looking for in Stonehill is books for Lady Chantessa. Does anybody remember that as being part of your quest? I do vaguely remember yeah. us looking just for something wanna, for Just want to put that back into your mind. She was like 25 gold pieces per book or something like that for you guys to bring her books from Stonehill. That's how all this got started. Now, 
I also sent you guys a list or a series of pictures that show some of the sites that Snorri Boulder Shoulders, but Snorri Broad Shoulders is wrong look- campaign. <laughs> Snorri Broad Shoulders is looking for in the dungeon. Right. You guys remember when I sent you all these dwarf lore pictures? Yep. He's looking for the gates to the unknown dreamlands and the granite gates of Karak Asgul and the stairs of the Kingmaker and all that stuff. So, so you guys have seen those little sketches like in his notebook, right? Like he's gathered, it's kind of like a, a Dr. Jones's notebook in the last Indiana Jones film, right? He's got all these sketches he's made of information that he's gathered about stuff that's supposed to be down there in the depths. Is... Is there a lady here who's also sleeping with the director? <laughs> is Morgan Farseer a dwarf? <laughs> that was the second Indiana Jones movie. I mean, um, I mean, kind of looks dwarfy, but I don't know. Yes, he is a dwarf. Looks like but he has he does magic. Not, he does not have the holy symbol of um, Danethar or any other dwarven god that you know of. He does have a wicked quote, though. <laughs> Does he have a holy symbol on him at all? I'm glad you asked. Glad I asked too. So he does not, he is a dwarf. He doesn't seem to have any kind of holy symbol that you recognize. He has a weird sort of energy glowing from his eyes. And he definitely gives off some kind of vibe to you that does not seem lawful. Ah. If you know what I mean. Is he a warlock or something? Who are you asking? The dungeon master. Yeah, you can't ask me. Uh, I'm going to go over and strike up conversation with the dwarf. Okay, so so you go over and sit down next to the dwarf. Speaking in dwarvish. Okay, what do you say? All right, good. That's not how dwarvish sounds. <laughs> how does it sound, then? It sounds like Schwarzenegger. Yeah, right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Chapo, I got to get into the, the play for it. <laughs> how is good to see another dwarf here? Um, yes, I see you are a priest of Danthar. Yes, I am. Who do you serve? I do not see any symbols on you. Oh, I am the chosen of the Ogdru. I have, I have left the faith of my forefathers, and I've become a servant of deeper powers than you could ever understand. Well, you know, I am in the looking for. A, I can't even understand you. Now. I'm looking for a, a, a new patent, possibly. So could you tell me about this? This, what did you call it again? The Ogdru. The Ogdru. Tell me all about it. Ah, but you see, I cannot tell you about the Ogdru. You must. You must discover it for yourself. That's the that's the true mystery of our faith. He hands you him a see, pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> you see, in the minds of Kinder, I was a workman of no distinction. I manned a rope station for the deep cutters, but then I found a hovering blue globe of earth glass. Drawn to this relic by some odd magic, I peered into the glass with sick fascination, and he pulls out this earth glass orb, which is like a little baseball sized piece of like raw glass. You know what I mean? Like not polished or smooth. It's like a raw piece of glass and it's got the same blue glowing in its interior that you see in his eyes. And it definitely is giving off a non lawful 
vibe to you. If you look closely at it, it says, um, what's the God thing? Ogdru. Ogdru of Latter-day Saints. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, s- search deep in the earth, in the forbidden places, and you will find the deeper truths of the universe, and perhaps you can come over to serve the Ogdru, like me. You'll be big and beefy like I am. Yeah. That's ah. a really ineffective hiring practice, gotta say. <laughs> I feel like there'd be a bigger screening process for this. All right, so the night wears on. Um, are you guys going to try to do anything else in particular? I do have one question. Do they hear the lamentations? Of do the they women? hear the lamentations of the women? <laughs> I'm going to try and get information from... Uh, the refrain. Whatever it is. Mogram. Mogram from Ogram. Say what? Oh, you want to... I'm going to try and pump him for information. He Morgan? will not give you any more information. He would just tell me about this glowy blue thing that he pulls out of his pocket and Yes, me. but he's like, you must, you must find your own path to the, to the wisdom of the Ogdru. But I'm saying like, you've never heard of the Ogdru before. Okay, but I'm saying I'm pumping him for general information as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're all like very tight-lipped. Oh, so they, he won't even tell me about like what they're doing here or nothing you, like that? Can I, they, all kind of, they all kind of look at each other like, well, you know, that would be telling kind of thing. So yeah, they're all very tight-lipped. I mean, they, they admit they're going into Stonehell and they act very friendly and outgoing, but as soon as you try to find out more about them, mm-hmm. they kind of Well, I thought he might be a little bit off. open since he is a dwarf. Told me everything he was about his thing and then yeah, pulled up yeah, his yeah. blue... Yeah, but look he wa- my, look at my beast of power. Well, he wanted to tell you his tragic backstory. Oh. You know, it's always if I can give everyone's tragic backstory. Yeah, yeah. He want, and you're going, you're going skip, 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 and he's telling you his whole backstory. Yeah, but he won't tell you why they're why they're going into the dungeon. They okay. just act like, oh, we're just going in there to adventure when they are obviously going in there for something specific. Okay, um, I will talk to Ronald then and say, hey, do you? Now I gotta get out of Arnold Schwarzenegger mode. Um, arr, arr, there, you yeah, there you go. You gotta get back into character. Arr, hey, Ronald. You know, if you need some guides, we're going back out there. We can help you down a, a few levels or so to get you situated. I don't remember. Um, I kind of went. I kind of did this with his voice. I think um, that's a very kind offer of you, but um, I think we'll. We'll we'll go this one alone. Uh, you uh, explore, and I'm sure you already have an arrangement on how you're going to split the treasures. And uh, we'll go in separately and do our own thing. Thank you, though, and I, I wish you the best of luck. Well, just make sure you sh- sign the rock before you go in. In uh, case we're going you don't to, come out. Uh, you, you, so you went the north wall passage on the left is the way you guys went. Is that correct? Uh, we could have gone the south one. I got turned around in there a little bit. You might want to talk to a the... A dwarf? Well, got you turned know, around underground? I wasn't the one leading. I'm the, I'm the healer oh. of the world. I was the one leading, so there you go. So what do you guys do if he goes over and starts talking to Snorri Broadshoulders? Because you know Snorri's going to tell him his whole life story and show him his whole notebook. You guys... Snorri! I take Snorri off upstairs. Stab. We're going to go upstairs and talk about stuff. <laughs> you stab Snorri? No, he yes. doesn't stab Snorri. Move the plot along, please. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I'll let him take Snorri and... Okay, so you guys you guys kind of managed to keep him from, I think from there's talking some, too much. I think there's some regrouping we need to do with those two anyway. 
With the dwarves? Yes. What do you mean? I just think that we need to maybe get them to resupply whatever they need. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so maybe they're off. They so need the to be next, off doing that. Well, the next morning, you guys sleep Well, I wanted, to, I, I wanted to investigate. I wanted to speak to Eric a little bit. <laughs> Eric of Engelman? Right. Speak yeah. to Eric. All right. Please. I don't want nothing to um. do with Eric. <laughs> you know who I want something to do with? Mr. The Anvil. <laughs> We know. Wait, I'm, I'm going to challenge the anvil uh, to an arm wrestle. question. Are, are you joking Hilarious. or are you serious? No, I'm serious. You want to talk to Eric? I'm going to see if I can get any information out of Eric. Uh, I know they're all pretty tight-lipped, but... Uh, so, Irina strikes up a conversation with Eric of Eng- Engelmore. Uh, he definitely strikes you as the um, son of an average, you know, woodsman who rose to become a knight and, uh, you know, proved himself above his common birth he comes across very sort of paladiny um cavalierly to you um okay um, um and and very he's he's the least sort of what's the word i'm looking for i mean he's just the most genuine he seems the the least sort of clever or not clever don't help me out. Sly. Yeah, sly. He just seems honest oh, and on the surface. More upfront than everyone yes, else. Yes, exactly. He's, okay. he's 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 very almost naive, but obviously he still doesn't tell you why they're going into the dungeon. But he's much more casual just talking to Irina about where he came from. And yeah, that's bam, like bam, I'm bam. like, where are you where are you from? Like what what started you on your path? Yeah, so he, he tells you the whole uh, Knight's Tale movie story. Right. <laughs> you know, he was working for this knight, and the knight died, and he put on the knight's armor, and then the guy who would end up playing the Vision was kind of his um, hype man, and yeah, the whole he, he gives you the whole story. And it's cool. I mean, it's a cool story. You know, rags to riches, uh, zero to hero kind of situation. But he becomes the Joker later on, so don't trust him. Get rid of it. All right, so uh, so yeah, you get a little bit more information about him, but not. I don't know if there's anything. If that's what you were looking for, there's nothing really you can use. I was okay. That's you know, fine. he's got a magic shield, and you know, seems Ooh. seems like a really cool, down to earth guy. All right, I'm just trying to think of what they have so we can loot. Why well, kind of? I actually, I was gonna see like, do they have a plan for when they go in, or are they just sort of playing it by ear? He tries to act like they're just playing it by ear, but you definitely get the intuition that. They told him to say that. You know what I mean? Like, when we get to town, don't tell anybody what we're going in there to do. Just be cool. And so that's the impression you get from him. It's like, well, the dungeon is supposedly full of treasure and glory, you know, and monsters that need to be slain and glory for knights like me. All right. Spell burn? Yes. One point a day. Yes. So after I sleep and rest, I'll get one point back? Yes. Okay, thank you. You How pick many which? Are you down? Three. So we'll stay three days. Do you really we want to do that? We can't stay three days. Not if they're going in. Uh, Why? You think we need to follow them? The, I feel like there's something plot contingent that we need to probably... Well, obviously there is something plot contingent, but what do, what do we know about that? I think Albert's like, so what? They're going in. So are we. So who cares? What, yeah. Why are you making a big deal about this? Did I they did. give us any indication that, or me, any indication that what they're going there for is... Nefarious? Time. Yeah, nefarious or time sensitive. Neither or, one. Okay. Well, then... But they, but they are leaving in the morning. I mean... Oh, I have an idea. Okay. <clears throat> so we can progress to the next morning if you want. But okay. I want to... Um, 
I want to seduce. No, <laughs> I want to um, kind of like surprise Eric the next morning and uh-huh. kind of like stall him a little bit and see how he reacts to being stalled. Ah, okay. Um, uh, he does not overreact as if they're in a huge hurry to get to the dungeon that, that day. You know what I mean? Like it's obvious the rest of the party is like, come on, let's go. But you're making conversation with him or whatever. You're kind of holding him up. And, and he's just sort of like a minute guys. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's, it's, it's pretty casual. It doesn't strike you as like guys. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like he sits down to play a couple hands of Gwent with you, you know, and it's all, <laughs> it's all perfectly chill. So I want to do the same thing, but with the dwarf, but then I want to murder him in the back room. Okay. Oh, oh sweet lord. Yeah, take murder his blue glass orb thing. Yeah, I want to know. Look into stuff. it. Look into it and then become their dwarf. Okay. And then just going to leave us? Okay. All right. And then you just want to take over playing Snorri yeah, for the sure rest of the campaign? Yes. Uh, Sounds oh, great. goodness me. I agree with this point. I am Snorri. That's the voice I'm going to give You get a new voice. Yeah, I know. All right. So you guys... Wait, do you guys let them go and wait another day so yeah. so your elf can get healed yeah, up? Yeah, just up. Okay. What, two days? Yeah. Then, okay. you guys head to the dungeon, right, Eo? Yep. 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 Um, do we... I guess we don't get anything for bringing those 16 people back. Um... No, in fact... 16 copper pieces. <laughs> we fact, get a bunch of thank you cards. Um, oh, yeah, everybody thinks you're great. But, um, you know, some of them have to get back to their farms or whatever, and they have, like, nothing. Like, Mm. they have the rags on their back. They don't have, you know, any... Any. I feel like I'm really sorry I brought this up now. It's going to be like a charity thing where they're well, all come by and you be know, like, hey, it, it, it sure would be for the poor. It sure would be uh, awful decent of y'all because I didn't take the poverty. How much do you think we like got to give them? I'll give them one silver piece. Everybody's talking at once. Everybody's talking at once. How much do they need? Uh, probably, if you split a gold piece between all of them, they could all. I'll give them one so silver. Sixteen each. gold pieces, one for each of them. No. One gold piece split between all of them. Really? So if I gave them... He's saying if he gave them look, one gold piece... Of my piece, character has in his possession 197 gold pieces. Uh-huh. So is I that can, the party fund or is that No, your, that's his personal treasure oh, money. Okay, so you're so going to give him each a gold piece? I can him? do that, yes. Okay, all right. I was going to give him one, one silver each, but... <laughs> one year's pay. Right. Okay. So <laughs> I wish I could get kidnapped every month. <laughs> They're like, we, we, come, we get to the stone hell, and they're like waiting by the entrance going, hey, guys, I'm here. Come steal me. They're like, how did I end up here again? Oh, no. Must have been kidnapped. Especially, especially Justin Bieber. He went from having tuberculosis. He's legit just punching walls at Right, this and point. now he's got a gold he's piece, like, too. I mean, you guys, this is extreme makeover. He uh, just Dungeon buys Crawl a bunch Classics of, edition. He just buys a bunch of muscle milk from the general store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, is yeah. like constantly talking about. Contains no actual milk. No, <laughs> and he's constantly talking about like pre-workout. Games. Like annoyingly. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, you use yeah. pre-workout? Yeah, you gotta yeah. use pre-workout. Oh, you don't use pre workout. You got. I mean, you got to have a lot of protein in there. You you won't build, yeah, you won't build no muscles. Do it. He's just All got right, that. So shake anyway, bottle. so you guys head to the dungeon. Um, uh, <sighs> your second trip to the dungeon, you don't encounter any wilderness encounters. Okay. Darn. It takes a day. You rest outside, you know, the dungeon or whatever. You go through the 
uh, broken down walls where the the different camps have been set up and where that wall is. Now, did you guys erase your name from the wall yes, of shame before? Do you put it back on yes, now? Yes, we put it back. <laughs> no, we just leave it up there. Leave it up there. I mean, yeah. We'll wait until we're actually leaving, leaving to take it down. Oh, wait. I left out something important. Uh-oh. Oh, record scratch sound. Okay. Um, there are some rumors going around in Zelkor's Ferry. Oh. You guys want to oh, gather oh, oh. any rumors? Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, Michael, roll a d6. A d6. Oh. You found out that furred serpents are attacking travelers with almost diabolical cunning. You know, I, I honestly thought you were going to talk about a person named Furred. Me too. For a second. Furry serpents are attacking people with almost diabolical cunning. Previously unknown in this region, the creatures must be a new species, a magic creation, or something that slithered from another world. Exactly. Dramatic music. Uh, <laughs> Carl, roll a d20. I okay. share my rumor with the rest of the group. 16. You get another rumor about the dungeon. I don't know if you guys got this one already. A bottomless chasm exists in the dungeon. Okay. I don't know if we got that one either. I don't know, but I share with the party. Yeah. Carl's decided he's not writing anything else down. So, 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 Michael, Michael, you are the scribe. I'll write stuff down, but like, I don't. Just like when you lose hit points. (laughs) I mean, mostly. Luke, roll a d20. You get a rumor. Three. I have no faith in this rumor. One section of the dungeon is filled with dangerous plants. Okay. It's a mega dungeon. Of course it is. I imagine there's one section of the dungeon filled with a little bit of everything. Right. <laughs> there's the frozen section. There's the lava section. There's the flooded section. There's Ironically, the they're right section. next to each other. Right? So that's weird. There's the undead section. What we have to do is get the insect section next to the plant section. And then maybe right. we can like create a whole weird little dichotomy. Where right. And then the plants will eat the insects and then we'll just make So we butter. need to find the cicada section and then find like the corn crop section and then put them next to each other and just have them decimate it. <laughs> there you go. See, this is the kind of thinking. Right. Cut a tunnel from the lava section into the frozen section. Heck yeah. Then we got hey. hot springs in the cold. Outside the box. Why, oh, why, Michael Curtis, did you not think of all these great ideas? I the options are endless. Wherever your list, wherever you are. Okay, so you guys come down the spiral stairway. That's it, okay. When you come down the spiral stairway into Stonehill, there are five exits out of that room. Like before. I built the whole thing last time. I'm yep. just going to remind you of it this time. There's basically a hallway in each corner and a door in the right-hand wall. Okay, so the north wall has two hallways, the south wall has two ha- hallways, and there's a door in the, in the east wall. You guys went through the north hallway on the left last time that led you to Joseph Goodman's People mm-hmm. of the Pit. Yep. Okay. So now you have four, count them, four unexplored directions that you can go. Can I convince either... Uh of my two uh, colleagues here, Irina or Abramovich, to uh, track and see where these I other would like guys to. went. Mm-hmm. See if we can mm-hmm. see where they went. Uh, this Did they put their names on the wall outside? Uh, yes, you can use wilderness out here. Did they put their names on the wall outside? They did not put their names on the wall. I received a 16. 
Um, okay, hold on. Everybody's talking at once. Luke got a 16. Irina? Uh, what do I add to that? Just the wilderness check? I believe yes. it's five. And your intelligence. Oh, and my intelligence? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that 16. is 13. Okay, uh, you think that they went... Uh, not that you caught me off guard, because of course you didn't. Uh, you think they went through the south right-hand passage. Like if you're facing south... The one on the right. So I want to follow directly them. Across yeah, I'm not opposed to that. I want to I mean, follow them. If it's between following them and going off in some random direction, I say we should follow them. Well, one, they might have cleared whatever's in there. And two, they might have died and we get to loot their bodies. Yeah, That's the more important one. Both of those one. are great scenarios for us. It's win-win. Okay. All right, so you guys go into Area 21. Uh, there are skeletal remains on the floor, old blood stains. Uh, How old? Like... Months? Couple yes, days? Yes, like all okay. dried up and, and black. Um, so give me your marching order here as if you guys were going this way. Yep. Put the other dwarf there. Ramovich up front. Slowly. I mean, why should I even be up front? I don't even have the most hit points anymore. Yep, yep, just like that. Okay. You have more than I do by one. You guys go into this room. Oh, I do. Hey, what do you know? You guys go into this room. Yes. Uh, there, like I say, there are uh, blood stains. There's skeletal remains on the floor. There is a door in the left hand wall, and in the right hand wall, there is a portcullis. Does everybody know what that is? Yes, we know. It's one of those is. fence things that drops down mm -hmm. from the ceiling. Like yep. Great. It has been bent, uh, open, big enough for somebody to squeeze through. Can I roll again? What do you What do you roll? I want to roll to track again. Okay. To see if I can tell which yeah, direction yeah. it went. Uh, 17, seven, 18, 19. Okay. Luke, what'd you get? Nothing. Okay. Uh, your Witcher senses tell you that these bars were bent apart like that recently. The, the way the rust has flaked off and stuff. So you get over there and you're kind of looking at him and you're doing the Sherlock <laughs> thing on him or whatever. And suddenly a booming voice... Like they should have said this oh, a sudden, uh, a sudden wind buffets the room like a wind from nowhere. Your torches all flicker. Sorry. And a voice says, Fools, flee before your bones rest here forevermore. <laughs> I killed an, uh, we killed an elder vampire and a god. Yeah, I don't think I'm really afraid of your scary voice. We go through the bars. <laughs> when you guys squeeze through the bars, the wind stops after a minute. Uh, after you guys squeeze through the bar, the hallway goes left and right. Can I do one, one thing each, before 30, we leave that? 30 feet in each direction, and there's a door at each end. Go ahead. Before we leave that bone room, mm -hmm. are there any secret doors? Uh, no, there's a door across from the door you came in. Okay. And I'm sorry. There's a door across from the door with the bars. Yes. And that's it. Okay. Thank you. I didn't think you guys go that. left or right. <gasps> Should I track again? Track again. Track okay. again. I'm going to get as much use out of this tracking as I can. Ouch. Oh, I for sure. I got a 17 on the die. Okay. So. 20 plus. Okay. 
looks like they went right. <laughs> that face. <laughs> Not only do I know what direction they went, I can pinpoint exactly where they are right yeah, now. The marching order. Is, <laughs> yeah, the marching I know their marching order. order. Right, yeah, you guys forgot the fact that when she saw that the bars were bent, she swooned a little, assuming it was the anvil. She was like, oh, yes. yes. Oh, I, I didn't swoon. Listen, and I'm going to tell you why I didn't swoon. Because... I don't. I don't need to swoon for a man if I wanted well, you didn't him. You swoon for listen, him. He wasn't here to see it. Yeah. Listen, no, no, I don't need to swoon. He's she. She makes men swoon for her. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying <laughs> oh, either. Oh, oh, oh. I don't need to swoon for a man if I wanted him. I would have got him last night, but I didn't. Oh. There's a reason for that. Okay. So That's we'll continue the story. Right. All right. And he so is you a guys go. Man. You guys go right. I think she you go thirty feet. You come to the door, Abramovich. You kick it open. For the podcast, Abramovich, do you kick it open? Yes, I kick the door you open. You go through. There is a character. dry fountain. Oh, your please. A dry fountain adorned with the statues of leaping fish. Uh, the only exit out of this room appears to be a door on the left-hand side. The fountain's right in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. It's dry. Mm-hmm. It's got leaping fish. Mm-hmm. And then there's a door on the left-hand side of the room. And the leaping fish thing is a statue, right? You it is you're a saying. fountain, yes. Yeah. The fish are statues, yes. Are there any secret doors in this room? Do you walk around? Yes. You die. Roll your luck or less on 3d6. Now, I get a plus four. This is not about a secret door. To my pluses. That's fine. This isn't about a secret door. Yeah, I got it. Um, That's a five on my end. As you are starting to walk around to look for secret doors, you... Uh, look over and you notice that the statues of the fish, like mm-hmm. their little mouths, have like little apertures, little tubes like that spigots? appear to be. Oh, yes. like it's a fa- like they're like, a part of the fountain. Like the, like there's like um they're like they're about to shoot something at you. Yeah, there's like some kind of residue or buildup around the mouths. Do you keep walking around the rim? What what's on the floor? Uh, roll a d20 and add your intelligence modifier. That's a 13. That's a 12. 12. 12? Uh, you don't see anything unusual about the floor. Can I I'm check further before? inspect these fish statue things? Uh, roll your luck or less on 3d6, which I guess. Yes, pass. Do you have an 18? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, you get closer and you see the outline of a pressure plate on the floor. Ah, okay. Do you tell the rest of the group about the pressure plate? Hey guys, there's a pressure plate here. Hey guys, <laughs> there's a pressure plate here. Okay, okay. Russian. He's deep and Russian. Yeah. Try again. I'm sorry, Abramovich has not had time to get into his voice. Gets there. Okay, so everybody shut up. Yes, there is a pressure plate on the floor. Abramovich tells the rest of the group. So basically, it's it's around the um, there's like a box around the stat around the fountain on the floor. Yes. I would like the party to know, and as well the dungeon master to know. I have a skill in fine trap, so um, I guess next time. I should roll for finding traps. I know. They, they just started walking in the room me. without you. So it was like... I was just looking for a secret door. I know. Secret tunnel. All right. So what do you guys do now? Did he find the secret door? Do you go the rest of the way around the room? Look for looking the out door? for this. No, you don't see any secret door. Thank you. Okay. So there's only one pressure plate. There are. There's a pressure plate thing all the way around. Okay. So it's like a ring of pressure. Oh. Uh, yes. Yes. That's why I. That's what he said. Okay. Sorry. I don't have a disarm trap. 
sense. Otherwise, there's another door. Fine. Exits, right? I'm, well, I'm really be curious. I want to set these off. Just see what happens. Um, I can I roll? Wait till I leave the room. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. And then do it. Can I roll uh, tracking to see? What? I mean, there's only one exit. That doesn't mean that they went there, and we also don't know what this thing does. This uh, pressure plate does. We can assume it's a booby trap, but it may may move the fountain somehow. Mm, possible. Ooh. Um, sure. Try your tracking roll. Natural 20. Okay. No. They definitely just opened that door and went through. Okay. That's it. Is there any way, can I get to the fountain and look into the fountain without stepping on the pressure plates? Yes. I would like to do that. You hop over the pressure plates, you look in the fountain, there's nothing in there. Okay. You see a bunch of coins and you take them off. Right. <laughs> you put some gum over the little fish mouths. Hey, that's not a bad idea. That's funny. But anyway. Okay. You guys go through the door? Yes. You go 30 feet down a hallway and it turns, there is a hallway to the left that has a door like 10 feet away, or you can keep going and it seems like it opens into another room. Trackers! Clickety clackety, we're going to Oh my gosh, you guys lose the trail. You lose the trail. No, they they went straight. I was about to say, why do I have the ability? All right, so you guys go straight. So wait a second, so there's a door on the side. And a straight that leads to a room, correct? Yes. Uh-huh. Can we at least open the door to see if there's anything in it while we're going? Can I back? use sense trap? It's very... You check check the door for traps. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. Oops. Uh, I got a 12. What Do I get any pluses to that? Yeah, you're fine. Your trap ability. Yeah, whatever your skill is. Oh, it's just a skill that I have. It doesn't give me any pluses. It might... All right, so you rolled your check for traps. You do not find a trap, but the door is locked. Okay. What do you guys do? Pick lock. <laughs> I have thieves' tools. <laughs> but nobody has the ability to pick locks, right? Was that I mean, roll? I do with my hammer. Okay, so you bash <laughs> the door down? Just the lock. Yeah, I mean, locks, <laughs> man, you know, easy to break. All right. I like bash off one side and then just push the other side out and then just kick it open. Just uh, just like unscrew the hinges, just push it over. Oh, (laughs) it's gonna use your agility probably. I mean, I can I can use thieves' tool and give it a try. All right, you bash through the door. Okay. Okay. Heck yeah. Uh, There is a forty foot hallway, and there are crypt entrances like stone doors, four to a side and one at the end. So a total of nine crypts in this dusty hallway. I feel like going in there is probably not going to end well. What? What are you like talking we about? We are specifically set up to murder vampires, to murk them exactly. so bad I mean, that they don't oh, even know well, what's coming. I'm not saying if we're not going to go, and I'm not they, saying we're not going to loot as many dead bodies as we can. Lord knows we have a great track record with that. <laughs> I, what I am going to say is... We did not take any dwarvish treasure when we were in that place for the dwarves. Oh, no, but we have okay. looted... We didn't take the armor either. We didn't take the armor either. Oh, okay. okay. You're going to put two... Items on there. Two incidents in which we didn't loot compared to everything else. Yeah, you're anyway. right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right because we're going to get some treasure. Anyway, uh, let's go. Let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah, okay, let's so, go. So you guys go in. Yes. Um, do you? Uh, what do you do? Do you just loot? Do you just smash open the first crypt on the left? Yes. I don't think we what should smash open it. Yeah, we'll go like, clockwise we, or counterclockwise. Yes. Or we can stop and listen. We're gonna we're gonna to organize. See if moving in here. Everybody runs around, and start looting. <laughs> I take out my dwarf mug. 
put it against the crypt. <laughs> ear against he puts the dwarf it, mug to right. see if I can hear right. anything. He right. puts roll, it on the floor. Roll a d20 and add your intelligence. What does a 20 get me? Damn. <laughs> Plus a 1. 21. Okay. What does that get me? Yeah. So you're, you, you put a mug against the door and you put your ear against the mug and you're listening and stuff, right? Uh-huh. And you hear... Are you okay in there? <laughs> Do you need healing? I think we got a zombie. He sounds like a zombie. Zombie, zombie, zombie. I don't think we can afford the rights to that song. Um, can She's I? She's dead. We're good. Hey, hey, hey! Whoa, whoa! Do you? I. No, I no. I still like to think no, of the world where she lived soon, to help out with the. Too open. Soon. Can I prepare before we do that? Can I prepare an action? Same. Yeah. Depends. I want to prepare. Uh, I want to prepare. Um, I mean, we don't really have Crusade. prepared options in, in DC. Well, I just want to. I just want to be know. ready to cast Crusader's Mantle. Okay, and so the is going to be over there, just like ready to uh, stab. If we stab. do one at a time, I think we'll be okay. Let's just do one at a time. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. I don't think you'll need to for this. Unless so, okay. so you bash open the first one. So I'm gonna pull it open so that I'm behind well, the door. It, it's not a door. It's like a stone. It's like a stone. I mean, you're gonna Wall. have to break it. Yeah, it's almost like it's 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 a it's a crypt. It's a sarcophagus. It's like a yeah. But usually you I draw the sun sword. Um, but just break it. It's okay. fine. I will break it then. Yeah. All right, everybody, roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. Gimbo North the gnome here. While the lads set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. Have you ever wished you could see the maps, handouts, artwork, and epic tabletop terrain from the lads' adventures? Well, now you can! Simply follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MightyD'sPod. Enough talk! To battle! Alright, so you, um, you bash through the door. Like, you hit it, and it starts to come unsealed, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, another good hit on this thing, and it's coming right out. And like a crack appears down the middle of it and it <laughs> breaks apart and out come these joggers. Okay. Whoa. So Whoa. they're like. You say joggers? Droggers. Yeah, these joggers come out. No, just, not the undead joggers. It's just a pair of sweats. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They got leg warmers on. They're like, look at my shoes, man. This gives me cushion. And they got the belts with the water things on I it. can't tell Droggers, you how much I love New Balance. Droggers are halfway between a mummy and a zombie. So they're kind of like dried out zombies. But they're also radiating cold. Like as soon as the thing breaks open, like this wave of cold air comes out and hits Nigel in the face. And you guys hear all the other, except one... You hear all the other crypt doors slide to the side or get broken, and angry droggers come out of each one. Which side is, is the beginning? Okay, so Jason, you're up first. There's a drogger reaching towards you right in your face. What you I doing? tell them that the uh, race is that way. The finish line is over there, joggers. No, I uh, turn unholy. <laughs> okay. What do you do when you what do you I'm, say? Say back, you foul jogger. No, <laughs> racing over Back to the start line me. with you. <laughs> You cheated. You don't have any numbers on. I don't know who you are. And I rolled a 12. Is that that plus level? I don't remember how. Oh, just go through all your papers. I'm sure you got a... 
Yes, it's just like a spell check. She's like a spell check, so... So three, five, five, seventeen. 17. Mm-hmm. So... T1, D3, plus caster level. They have two hit dice. So... Five hit dice is what I'm affecting? I don't understand what that means. Uh, it says T1D3 plus caster level. That's what it says. Okay, so the, the column across the top is how many hit dice they have, right? Yeah. Okay. So okay. you're, you're going to turn D3 plus caster level of them? Yes. Oh, wait. So wait a second. So they have... Okay, so this is the creature hit dice here. Yes. yes. Then I go down to 17. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. What's it say? It says N-E. No effect. effect. All right, so Hold you... Hold on a second! So you... How dare... Hold your horses. <laughs> I spend a luck. Okay. Can I do that? Good Lord, EM, calm down. Naturally. Uh, I spend a luck so that my luck goes from 18 to 17. <laughs> so, and now it says T1, which is no, turn. No, you got to roll a dice. D4. <coughs> you roll a d4. Add it to your roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So 17 plus... Plus two. two. 19, which is still the same thing, is a t1, which is turn one. It says at the bottom of the table what everything means. It's right turn, there in your hand. Turn. It's T is for turn. I don't know what the one is. Okay, is and one? then you okay, turn one. Me. I don't know if that means just one or is it just... Yes. Turn creatures are cower for 3d10 minutes. Yes. You so, turn one Draugr. So the Draugr Presumably the one in front of you. Yeah. So he turn. takes a step back. He's like, ah! Yeah, the holy light of your... I forgot. Give us, the, give us the turning speech. Back, you foul undead. Don't bring your fresh cold breath over here. <laughs> Minty fresh. Minty fresh. Uh, so, so yes, you hold out the holy symbol of Ravenkind. It, it, it squirrels back. Uh, do you move at all? Uh, I move towards it, blocking it in. Okay. And nope, it nope, in. nope. That's, That's him. not him. There you go. Thank you. There nope, no worries. Okay. Uh, are you controlling a dwarf? Uh, I am. I'm calling, What's controlling he do? Snorri. Where is Snorri at? He's right here. Snorri will... Heck, run up to that one. Yep. Roll a d20 Take and a, a d3. swing! Does the, his deed die count as a mighty deed? Do I need to name that yes. now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going to try and trip him. Okay. Kneecap him. He does not kneecap him, but he does get a 15. Let's see, it just says this and there, so it doesn't give him any plus ones. So 15. He hits. Yeah, it's got one in there. Okay, okay. so you add the one from so, his deed die, and yeah, then you roll his damage. That. D6. Four. Two. Okay. Total. Total. All right. All right. My go. All right. So this one attacks Snorri. No. You Uh, sure? He's got a pretty high up there. I have an 18 on the die, and I'm at plus five. I'm just trying to move things along, Jason. I'm not not trying to screw you over. Just no, trying to move you, things along. We know you try to screw us over. We understand. Um, <laughs> what'd you say under your breath? I said, we know you try to screw us over. We understand. Okay. It's going to use its axe on Snorri. He takes six points of damage. He's dead. Is he really? No. Okay. 
Uh, this one's gonna attack. Um, so is the is the turn undead? Is that like conditional? Like if he's attacked, he stop being turned or anything like that, or is he just permanently coward? Mine is turn unholy. He's not even undead. Sorry. Um, yeah, if he attacks it, it, he can force it into a corner. It can't come towards him. Mm. It's got to flee and, and cower. Mm-hmm. But if he like puts it where it can't flee... It says, or until attacked. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, 12 is a 17. Uh, that's going to hit. Oh, on... Uh, it's still going to hit. Yeah, it's going to hit. Okay. Ooh, he takes eight points of damage. He's like half dead now. Okay. Um... Let's see this one. Ooh, I think, I think your dwarf companions are about to end their lives. Oh no! How unfortunate. Another one attacks Snorri. Ooh, a critical hit. He actually has an ability that makes him immune to critical hits. Yeah, he goes down. He's at zero hit points. How much did you roll? I rolled a six and a five. They're both plus two. Oh. That's uh, you had me fourteen until you did the plus two. Wait. Well, you get 12. So do you double the modifier 15. on a critical okay. hit? Okay. Uh, do you do more than 12? Yes. 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 Okay. I did 13. Then he, then he falls. Okay. Um, I mean, you were close. That's why I had to ask. Okay, that's fine. Ooh. Of one of the... One of the... Um, Joggers? One of the... Yeah, one of the bloggers. <laughs> oh, they're blogger joggers. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the blogger jogger joggers. Uh, gets a fumble. That's why they're moggers. He trips. He trips over a couple of these other guys. So um, he's down, but he has a chance to get away because they're tripping over each other in their excitement. Uh, this one's going to attack... Ar- uh, um, Arnold, Albert. Albert. Albert, thank you. Uh, that's going to be a hit. 19. 19? Mm-hmm. 19, yeah, that's a hit. And this is how the party died. The I mean, joggers. Did, did you guys <laughs> We got trampled to, by the did joggers. Did you guys have to go through the door? Okay, so this one... Did they all have to bust out at once? <laughs> grabs you by the throat with both hands and starts to choke the life out of you. This is how it feels to chew five gum. <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> it is true. You take four points of damage this round. Okay. Is that all of my guys? I believe so. I can't that, see one, any. that one can't move. That one can't move forward. Carl, you're up. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to cast... Well, is that an action? I yes. don't know. What is it? Casting oh, casting Crusader's, Crusader's Mantle? Yes. Uh, okay, so I'm going to cast Crusader's Mantle. Mm-hmm. I don't have a choice. Are you going to move? Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to move next to... Albert? Okay. Okay. Uh, Sully, what do you do? Uh, can I engage in combat when I'm being choked? Um, hold on. Okay, yes. You can attack it, or you can try to break its grapple. Okay. One would be like a strength, opposed strength kind of thing. Uh, the other one would be like just a regular attack. I want to, can I cast uh, Flaming Hands? Ooh, yes, you can. Uh, just to verify, I think it's going to be 14, but just to verify. Uh, 15. 15. Uh, Spell produces a blast of fire that burns a single target within range for 1d6 points of damage. 
They're vulnerable to fire. Roll double damage. You also get 1d4 of radiant damage. They're vulnerable to radiant damage. Roll that twice, too. Twice? Oh, roll the dice twice? Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's four fire damage and seven radiant damage. So you rolled rolled a six-sided twice and got four? Yes. Okay. I rolled this twice and got seven. Okay. So that's four fire damage Uh, and seven radiant damage. Do they get double? They get hit so with twelve. Double. Yes. Okay. No, that was the double. Me rolling twice. Yeah, he rolled it okay. twice. Luke, you're up. Is it All dead? Right, I'm gonna go up to this one. No. By, uh, but it is very, very badly burnt and crippled up. And I'm gonna attack with my Zweihander. Mm-hmm. I rolled a three, and that's, with my modifiers, that's, that's a seven. Not, that's not gonna do it for you, buddy. Jason, what do you do? How? Oh, oh, sorry, I forgot Hankren. Um, I'm gonna have him attack. He's yeah. gonna use his short sword. Wait, wait. Sorry. How many hit points do you have left? Ten. Oh, okay. I mean, he's right in the middle of all of them, and they tripped over each other. He might want to back up and maybe grab his brother. And... I mean, he could take a hit and then swing and then run. Okay. I mean, it's whatever. Can he? Well, yeah, I mean, he can attack sure. and then still move away. Yeah, yeah he sure, can sure, do sure. that. But if he uses his action to attack, he can't grab. He can't. He can't help Snorri. Right. World U twenty as well. Okay, he got a three. Okay, that's a 15 plus one is 16. Hits? He hit okay. his deed die, so what do you want to do with that? Oh, you have um, to announce it. It's a shield. It's a shield bash, right? He had Before to announce it before him. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Just roll his damage. He got three plus what? Uh, three plus one. Uh, his damage is 1d6 plus one plus deed. One plus one is two plus three is five. He also gets a 1d4 radiant damage? Yeah, but, yeah, two. But it's D4. doubled, so you get to roll that twice. Four. Two, six. Six on top of the additional, or initial, addition, initial five, which is nine. Eleven. Six and five is an eleven? Yeah. Six and five is eleven. Sorry. Okay, good. All right, that one's very badly hurt, too. And now, now he runs away? away? Yes. And grabs his brother? No. He can't grab his brother. Um, oh, okay. Well, he can move over by his friend. Is he, hey, Luke, is he going to move over by his friend or just away? Just away. Okay. All right. Uh, My go. Jason. Um... How how dead is Snorri? Well, he's got one round before he. That's will what I'm asking. He's bleeding out. Is the, is the, You're gonna. Is the tech so answer. I'm gonna go over there and heal him. Okay. Lay on some hands. Is right. he lawful? He's super lawful. Okay. Ooh. You also have his character sheet in front of you, so. Ouch. But yes, he's super lawful. I didn't. Well, okay. I got you. Got you. Is that a twenty? That is a twenty. Oh my gosh. He's not going to leave his glasses anymore. His, his rheumatism clears up. He stands up, he stands up immediately and right, goes, like Popeye. Nobody's going to call me nerd again. Five dice. Let's okay. just put him I in I literally max. heal. If he has gout, it's gone. Right, right. It <laughs> is. Yeah. Gone. If he's got the herps, they're gone. Yeah, there, right. there, he, he's like, oh, I'm a new man. Yes. And okay. He just murders everyone. Smirk. And then, and then one of you guys is going to be down, and he's going to get disfavored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but yeah. Can he heal those NPCs? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Don't can, ask can, again. When the pressure is off. All right, my go again. Hey, Snorri's turn. Oh, okay. He stands up. Right? <laughs> I have a new life. You're dead, jogger. Mm. Everyone <laughs> killed him. He he maims. Okay. Someone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one that is. That this one. one. You're dead, okay. jogger. <laughs> oh, maybe not. I mean, he's done two points to it already. He's uh, he's got a he's got a, a nine. Okay. 
Does that hit? No, but it's it's actually close. It's not. They don't have a super high armor class. He spends a lot. <laughs> All right. Um, no, can't do my that. turn. Uh, okay, huh? this guy's almost dead, but technically he is still uh-huh. choking. Go ahead and kill me. So now you take two d four damage. Uh-huh. Yay. One. One. Ah, oh, well, now you take two. <laughs> you take two whole points of damage this round. So it's it's having a hard time strangling you since it's so close to disintegrating. But it's like like one of its arms detaches from the hand, and the hand is still choking you and okay, stuff. Okay. And the arm is just tibula is just flaming around. Mm-hmm. Um, this one attacks Snorri. Hits. Ooh. Uh, eight points of damage. Is he still up? Yes. Okay. I am infinite. <laughs> I am Snorri. These three are going to attack Abramovich. Yay. You're the meat shield. Isn't That's that right, giant? man. This is your moment to shine. What's your armor class? Uh, 17. It's two hits. That's three hits. Re- what? They have a plus five? Yes. They do, in fact, have a plus five. Joy. So you take two, seven, seven, eight, eight. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You take fourteen points of 14 damage. Fourteen points of damage. All she three of them are, are scratching against your armor and stuff, 14? and you're just this raging monster. Right! Don't do that into the microphone ever again. <laughs> uh, you're just this raging killing machine, just holding them all back as it comes around to Carl. What do you do? Um. So there's this one that's kind of cowering away. There's this one that's almost dead. I want to attack the one that's almost dead. Okay. Yep. Nine. I'm attacking with my sword. Right. I think I only hit nine. You miss. All right. Yeah. Sully. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I hit with a sun sword, I guess. Okay. 14 on, on the, the die. Dice. 14 hits. 15, 16, 17 total. Just still got rain damage. How long does yes. rain damage last? Uh, it lasts for a minute. Okay. So until the fight's over, pretty much. So does that twice on the, on the D4? Yes. So five, He's dead. six, seven. It's not an episode of Benny Okay. So you bring the sun sword down it flashes the spell crusader's mantle flashes and he just turns completely to dust mm-hmm. with a kind of a how to go uh, how to go luke you're up okay so wait so there's one in front of you that's badly hurt yes i'm going to uh, go for the one that's badly hurt and try to go for my cleave thing right uh 12 uh, with my mod 16 okay Hits. great uh how much damage should know that off the top of your head. I'm sorry, I don't. I know. It keeps changing on me. Okay, one, two, plus two, plus the thing. Uh, six, that's okay. eight. You kill him. Okay, great. And then I'm going to cleave, and I'm going to yep. attack some other guy. The next one in row. Yep, okay. Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't throw the D20 so far, you'd be able to find it. Just let it fall out of your hand. There you go. Two! Okay. Now look what you've done to me. So there goes your, there goes your cleave-a-thon. Um, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Uh, I am also going to cleave a thong. Um, <laughs> thong, 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 thong. Can you turn again or is it no? I assume, yeah, you can. You can mm-hmm. do okay. it as much as you want. Just, just, just ask They're really high for me to have to turn. Like, I don't have to roll extremely high. I mean, 
Uh-huh. Not to mention this one's going to start coming back out. Yeah. We're gonna, well, there's three people there. They could take him. Uh, I'm going to go up and help. You going to help Snorri or? <sighs> yeah, I'm going to help Snorri. Okay. I'm going to take a swing. His is barely hurt. Well, Ooh. I rolled an 18, so he's a little more hurt now. So... Okay. But I can do this. It's a 1d8. Plus your Crusader's mantle twice. Plus my Crusader mantle twice. Dun, 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 plus one. So it's six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten points. He goes down. That's right. That's how I roll. That's just what I do. <laughs> <Ba-dum-bum>. Bow! <Bows! laughs> uh, okay. No water skin for you. This one's going to attack you. These two are going to attack you. This one comes back out. And comes up behind Hank. Oh, hold, hold on, on now. Right. On my turn. I hit you twice. Yes, you do. You sure do. There is no way he comes back out. He oh, he just has to keep he's running? He's turned creatures flee or cower for 3d10 minutes. Oh, okay. He wouldn't. Right. Yeah. Okay. He he's fleeing and cowering. All right. Um, Save Hankrin! Okay, wait a second. Snorri gets 12, to go. Um, Why do you keep forgetting? Just shut up! 12, uh, yeah, 12 to hit you. That's a no, and you okay. skip Snorri. Let's do Snorri. What does Snorri do? Snorri's going to run up there and attack one of the ones that are attacking okay. uh, him. So is Hankrin. And then he's going to use for his mighty deed, he's going to try and push him off balance into the other one. Tripping. Okay. Ooh, he got the mighty deed, dang. and he rolled a 19. Okay. So he gets a d6. Plus 2d4 for 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. You can't can't count out the Snorri. Snorri gets a go. I just feel inadequate now. (laughs) And the mighty did what? Tripped it? Yeah, made him fall over. Okay, he didn't actually fall over, but he's, he's at a minus to his next action. That's fine. Uh... Does Hankerin want to run back in now? No, I mean, no, 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 no. Okay. I say no because he's hurt. That's all I'm saying. He's safe where he's at now. You take another seven hit points of damage. Uh, and Carl. Okay. Carl. I'm just going to move here. Okay. And that's really all I can do. Okay. Uh, Sully. Is this one, is this, is this a room that he's in? It is a room he's in. It's a tiny little, uh, crypt room. It's not even really a room. It's a closet. There's three bad guys over here. There are. And there's three of my friends there. There are. Actually four. Well. If you count Irina. I was going to say, you know, is Nigel really a friend? (laughs) Or is he just someone you know that's over there? Is there any bonuses if they're if they're cowering? Uh, if they're attacked, they stop cowering. But I mean, they will get a bonus to attack if I. No. Okay, I'm attacking with sun sword. Okay. I'm just going to engage him. Let's do this. Uh, Seventeen on the dice. Seventeen hits. Are you within? Is that thirty feet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, ten. 11, yeah. Okay. All right, Luke. No. <laughs> Actually, that probably hits. 
Uh, that's a uh, 16. 16 hits. Yeah. Easy. I'm about to say, how's that even close to a no? I don't know, right? Add okay. your numbers, man. You want to hit Snorri's one first? The one that's badly injured? Yes, that's that's who I was going for. Okay. Uh, nine points of damage. Dead? Okay, great. Cleave on? Cleave on me. Okay. Uh, natural 20. Nice. Time to break out my barbarian oh my crit God. table. <laughs> okay, so you roll a crit. What'd you yeah, get? 13. 13. Strike foe's jaw, blood, and shattered teeth ooze down the foe's face. Inflict a plus D8 damage with this strike. Okay, I got my D8 plus my D10 plus, plus 2. Plus 2D4. Plus 2D4. But I'm going to do this first. Uh, 5 plus 3 plus 2, which is 10, 2, 12. 15. Okay, damage. you kill him outright. You and I cleave on, baby. Cleave on. A nine with my mods, that's a 14. 14 hits? Or is it? No, I have a plus four. That was a lie. 13. 13. 13 hits. Okay, uh, I'm going to do my uh, 12 damage. Okay. Uh, 16 damage. It goes down. Uh, 20 damage. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Can I cleave on? Is there anything else to cleave? <laughs> no, unless you want to cleave Nigel. <laughs> Nigel's like, not me too. Brutal killing spree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so do you guys all run in and kill that last dragger? Yes. Okay. All right. You guys want to... Good job. Everybody gets uh, three experience points. Yay. Do you guys want to search all these crypts? Yes. yes. That's what we all came here for. All right. No, we're just going to leave now. Yeah, let's just get out of here, guys. <laughs> Who is going to roll... The D6 on Michael Curtis's treasure table. Five. I'm going to go with Luke. Okay. Uh, there's no treasure in the first one. Woo-hoo. Maybe not Luke now. <laughs> Four. There's no treasure in the second one. Oh my gosh, Luke. Four. There's no treasure in the third one. Luke. One. There is... Uh, roll a D6, Carl. Six. There is 600 gold pieces worth of jewelry in the... Was that the fourth one? Yes. There's 600 gold pieces worth of jewelry in the fourth one. There's this elaborate death mask made out of gold. All right, go ahead. Luke, roll. All right. Two. Uh, Roll a d4. Two. You find 200 gold pieces in a small chest in number five. Woohoo! Six. Uh, no treasure. Four. No treasure. And the last one? Three. A minor magic item. All right, so we got 800 gold pieces and a magic item. So I say say we each get 200, and then we kill the dwarves. Roll the old percentile dice on the strange loot table. Uh, 65. No, we roll that. From uh, Ingrid uh, Fernell's... um, Excellent index card RPG. What uh, what number do you have there? Sixty five, sir. Roll again. Okay. <laughs> that one sucked. I called that. Eleven. Roll again. Ooh, you find a magic ruby pendant. Does uh, does Arnold Albert? Albert. Does Albert identify it? Yes. It is a um, it is a protection from fire amulet hmm. that will absorb twenty hit points worth of fire damage before it breaks is destroyed. What? Yes, 
Why are you pointing to him? I yeah. would like Albert to keep it. I mean, I don't care either way. I, mean, I, I got, I can heal anybody. Let's do this. Nigel's on a roll. Okay, so Luke, Al, Al, does Albert want it? Well, I mean, you guys can. Albert will wear it, but if somebody else wants to keep it, he's not going to be greedy. I guess I'll take it. Okay. Okay. So, Bromvich, you've got the fireproofing amulet. The first twenty hit tw- points. The first twenty hit points of damage you take of fire will be absorbed. Of fire, damage. fire damage will be absorbed by the amulet. All right. So now you have. When you broke open the first door, eight of them broke open. But the one at the end here did not. Okay. Well, so you have searched all of these crypts. What do you do next? I want to uh, use fine trap. Okay. What were you saying? I was going to say, does anyone need healing? Uh, that's where I'm going to I do, that. actually. I'm, I'm missing a ton of hit points. Okay. Hangren I does. also... Okay, wait. Everybody's oh, talking once. Say what, Sully? Hanker needs healing. Okay. Yeah, he already said he needs some. I did not find anything. I rolled a one. In fact, I think I set a trap and then forgot about it. <laughs> it Put a bear trap, trap down. Yeah, on it, it wasn't later trapped on. until you checked. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what is your alignment, Luke? Uh, neutral, sir. Because you're adjacent. adjacent. You're adjacent. Let me see what we're gonna roll here. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Okay, so you rolled a disapproval. one. So a the one. first time you failed. It doesn't matter what I rolled the first time. It's a failure and it adds to my disapproval. But right. That one. I know, but I just want to keep track of your disapproval, just Jason. Way. All right. So now you're at two, three disapproval and Yay. you have to roll 2d4 on We've your We've only gods. gotten into one fight, guys. How has he already had two disappro- or three disapproval? He, he, he serves a harsh god. I mean, let's face it, Dan. Danethar is not chill at all. Yeah. Five. Fuck you, Danethar. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Danethar demands that the cleric undertake a twin test. F you. F Danthar. Read it out to us, please. twin test of humility and righteousness. For the next 24 hours, the cleric must obey the... Sorry, it was a text message. Oh, God, I swear. Turn your phone off. Yeah, man, uh, I muted my phone out of courtesy. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 24 hours, the cleric must obey the orders of others. Of course, this one again. They do not further, the, if they do not further the aims of chaos, but must eschew those orders which would work against law. Each time he fails to obey an order, he should be, he should, or obeys an order he should not. He takes a cumulative negative two penalty to all spell checks. Oh, man, I sure need some healing. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I've already tried twice and failed twice. You want to ask again? Let's try it. Uh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm gonna go for it again. I'm a man of a. He's You're nothing. Dwarf of the people. I like, I like to tempt the odds here. He's nothing if not persistent. <laughs> Wait a second. What? No, it's still what a fail. I didn't want you to say anything into the mic. I wanted you to just hand it to me. So I'm in negative four disapproval right now. Yay! Oh my gosh. Joy. Ah, finally. Just keep trying there, bud. Fourteen. Fourteen. You're adjacent. You get two dice. Yay! Two dice. That's all I need. Eight and thirteen. Okay, uh, that's a lot. Pray I'm back God, full. no one else needs he- Snorri. I'm back to healing? full. Exactly. Nice. Oh, Snorri needs healing. Snorri's at ten. Yes. Yeah, so oh. 
What's his name? My other, my name. My, my you, other. uh, you each got a healing potion while you were in town. Okay. Everybody has a yellow lotus tincture. Okay. What's his name? Bristle, Bristleback gave him to you for, um, saving all those people. Okay. Um. Cool. Now I have three yellow lotus tinctures. Now yeah. I have two yellow lotus tinctures. Maybe I should have drinking that before asking a question for you. <laughs> you sons of motherless goats! You had all these tinctures and you made me get disapproval from my god instead. Hey, you were just as good as one of those yellow lotus tinctures. I have wanted oh. I really, oh! I really think you should stop yelling at us. Is that an order? Yes, I think I'm going to order you to stop yelling at us. Hate you guys right now. Yeah, I healed uh, Snorri. What lies beyond the mysterious door? And will the characters be able to continue tracking the mysterious party? Find out next time on Mighty Deeds. Mighty Deeds is a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, set in Fritz Leiber's World of Nawa. Original music is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. You can check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. <laughs>